just like Code One has become the technology conference, right? Uh, uh, and, and our global world is more about customer case studies, which, which to be honest, I think is, is a good uh, model. Hi everyone and welcome. My name is Shoham Dasgupta. I'm a chatbot and mobile expert from Capgemini and Netherlands. Today, I have a very special guest from Oracle Practice in UK. He's a CTO, an ACE director, a developer champion. Welcome, Louis Weir. Thanks for joining me. Hi, Soham. Thanks for the invitation. Uh, it's great to be here and talk about all sessions for Oracle Open World and Java One. Yeah, Open World is a couple of weeks away. So, will you be there at the event? Oh, of course, yeah. I have actually five sessions uh, to talk, to present, so it's going to be a hectic uh, week in San Francisco. I can imagine. So what are the sessions about? Well, one of the sessions is, uh, well, mo most of them are about, uh, uh, to an extent, API and API design, which is a topic uh, I thought lead a lot, but also two, uh, two sessions that are about a, a client case study, something that a project that we implemented in the UK for the cooperative group that actually won uh, a Global Innovation Award. I have okay. uh, two sessions. Yeah, I have two sessions with a with a group of aces: uh, Lucas Lehema, Lonek Edikmans, Guido Smosht, Sven Bernard, and Jose Rodriguez. Uh, uh, it's it's called the Soaring Through the Clouds. That's the original name. Uh, we're doing it twice in Open World and in Code One, That's and it's incredible. about. Uh, yeah, it's about building a, an e-commerce application from scratch based on microservices architecture using Oracle technology. So it's a really, really hardcore, cool uh, presentation. Then I have another session called the seven deadly sins of API design. And as the name suggests, it's, it's actually talking about that, you know, what not to do when you do API design and try to make it very interesting and attractive, right, for people to come and learn about API design best practices and, and you know, what to do and what not to do. And then I have, uh, as I mentioned, the COP uh, presentations. It's two of them. One is about how we make use of Oracle Identity Cloud and Oracle API platform to implement the uh, Oath to the O implicit graph flow in COB, which was a very complex aspect of the solution, if not the most complex. And then another one just talking about the solution overall that we did in COP, along with uh, Colin Daly, who's our head of the Oracle practice in the UK. What about you? Are you doing any sessions this year? Yeah, I am. Actually, I am. I also have four sessions uh, this week. Wow. But before I go ahead, um, if I'm not wrong, Capgemini UK is winning an innovation award in uh, Oracle Open World. Isn't that right? It's actually right. Uh, uh, we made a submission for the Oracle Cloud Platform Award for the cooperative group, the COB project in the UK. Uh, it's an Oracle cloud path solution. It's using many components uh, which we've used together for the first time in the world or perhaps one of the first ones to use these components for the first time in the world. So we use, for example, Oracle Jet for user interface. We use Oracle API platform for APIs developed in support of the uh, Oracle Jet application. We've used Application Container Cloud for deploying a Spring Boot-based microservices. We use My, uh, MySQL Cloud for microservice storage, and then we use Oracle Integration Cloud for synchronization of uh, uh, the microservice storage and Taleo backend system in the cloud. So really cool solution supporting 3,000 stores uh, in the UK. So it's it has become quite business critical. The feedback from the users has been overwhelming. The business KPIs meant that we can actually prove the business value delivered by the solution, which is unusual in many technology projects. So so I guess very well deserved award both for COB for coming up with this great idea of optimizing the recruitment process uh, through very simple application running on the store and for Capgemini as a partner to help the co-op realize such a vision. That's, that's great. And I think it's the award is well deserved. Congratulations on that. 
Thank you. Well, Capgemini won it, so congratulations to you too. Yeah, thanks. Nice. Going back to your question, whether I have uh, I have open world sessions or not? Yeah, I have four sessions, and mostly these sessions are uh, Oracle Code One specific. So I have three sessions in Oracle Code One and one in Open World. Two of them are Oracle Jet and JavaScript in general specific. So one of the, the JavaScript one I'm doing with the product management of Oracle Jet. It's about top 10 features of Oracle Jet. And I'll be doing with uh, several other partners as well. So Ruben from Avantic, uh, Mark from Cryptoquit, and uh, most probably Lucas Yelma also is going to uh, present there. And I'm going to do it with a couple of product management like Hetigam Videnga and uh, John J.B. Brook. The next one is uh, named No Java Enterprise Application. So the idea is to present a JavaScript application, which is from every standpoint of view, uses a JavaScript framework to deliver an application. So building API with Node.js and Express, uh, managing build with Grant or Gradle, uh, the front end with Java. We do linters in JavaScript framework. We do unit testing with Yasmin. We do security with Passport.js. So everything, each and everything in an application you can think of will be delivering with a JavaScript framework and how they all come together and work seamlessly. Brilliant. So I have two, I have two questions for you then. Yeah. Uh, it seems like you're a JavaScript guru and you're doing a lot of talks around Oracle Jet and, and JavaScript. And the second one is, what do you see the role of Java going forward in enterprises? Well, it's a, it's a very tough question. Uh, I still think there is a line where JavaScript will not be able to deliver everything. It can, you know, you can actually have uh, a very skilled JavaScript professionals who are writing thousands of lines of code to deliver the things that are capable, easily doable in Java. But still, uh, I think Java will still be there and will be a very integral part of any enterprise application. The front-end part might uh, take be taken over by JavaScript, but from middleware to back-end part, it will be still Java all around. That's my personal feeling. Yeah, interesting. I concur with you. I, th I see a lot of value in JavaScript to, to deliver experience-related software components, but for some back-end services and hardcore processing or very complex, uh, 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 let's say, for example, transaction handling or eventing, I, th I think Java still has a huge community and a lot of uh, capabilities that that uh, uh, maybe JavaScript is not able to, to do. Although I have to say, I'm a big Node.js fan. So I concur with your answer, I guess. See, there are two things. One is there's a positive side on the session I'm doing that you have several JavaScript options, several JavaScript frameworks to solve several different problems. But with Java, it's only one. So your knowledge can only remain on Java and not on different frameworks at all. So in, in JavaScript, if you have to have a security, you have to find out a, a framework which works well with Active Directory. You have to find a framework which works well with Oracle Internet Directory, stuff like that. So it, it's not all in one. But one thing is for sure, regardless whether you use JavaScript or Java or Python or Go, you can still get the API design wrong. So you must come to the seven deadly sins uh, of API design to make sure that we don't make those mistakes. Huh? Definitely, I'm, I'm going to be there as well. Brilliant. I have two more sessions on chatbots as well. One of them is about chatbot best practices and design pattern. This is basically based on uh, Oracle chatbot solution, which right now they call Oracle Inclusion Bots. So we were talking about several standards and guidelines on building a bot using the cloud platform and a few design patterns. So design patterns are loosely based on the framework. They can be applied to any chatbot framework you choose to develop. In. I have one question on bots and, and really interesting sessions, by the way. 
I see a lot of talking about bots and, and chatbots, etc. But what has been the uptake, at least in the Netherlands, uh, from your experience in implementing chatbot solutions? Uh, well, Netherlands has a very uh, tough market, so to say. Uh, we are in talks with several clients here right now to have the chatbot initiative started. The, the technology is still niche and people are still learning. So we, our job as a Capgemini chatbot experts is also to bring them up to the speed of the knowledge which they have to be. So before we even start the project, we do business case analysis. We do use case identification with them, with chatbots as well. To, to help me identify where chatbots are, are adds business value, right? And justifying investment. Is exactly, right? yes. So not everything is a, not everything will be solved by chatbot. Maybe they need a web application. So we, we advise them that as well. Sounds good. Sounds like you also need to come to the UK and help us out here. Yeah, sure, that. sure. <laughs> I, I would love to do that. Brilliant. And uh, the second session of the chatbots I have is about a comprehensive case study, uh, which we call One Bot. So the idea came from uh, actually uh, our daily life. We, we have... Uh, a different application to book our time, to fill our expenses, to find out how many vacation days left, to book a meeting room, to find a colleague. So the idea is to make things available at one platform. So we will, we're going to present a bot which can actually do everything for the employee. So it's kind of a digital assistant to the employee and uh, how we bring together all the platform in a very innovative way to the end user. So this is going to be an open world uh, session. Uh, there's num only one open world session I have this year, and the rest are all the uh, code one. Yeah, it sounds like code one has become the technology conference, right? Uh, uh, and, and Oracle Open World is more about customer case stories, which, which to be honest, I think is, is a good uh, model because I always enjoyed a, a Java one right now, code one, for hardcore technology sessions. So, so I guess it's a good thing. Would you agree? Yeah, I, I do agree, actually. And uh, the sessions there are mind-blowing. I, I was going through the agenda to plan what I want to attend, what I do not. And it is very hard to figure that out. I do want to attend everything. Uh, the sessions about uh, API, the sessions about chatbots, the sessions about JavaScript, the session about Java. It's amazing. It's mind-blowing, actually. It's, uh, it's This will be my first open world and code oh. world. I'm quite quite overwhelmed by the, uh, the amount of uh, interesting topics they're going to talk about, actually. So, so your first open world and you're doing four sessions. Wow. Well, good luck to you. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a little bit overwhelming, I know, but uh, let's see. Hope for the best. <laughs> one, one, one thing is for sure, we're going to have lots of fun. Huh? Yeah, that's definitely. Okay, brilliant. Great talking to you. Uh, thank you for your questions and, and all your feedback on your session. Yeah, thanks a lot. This has been a great session. Thanks for joining me, Luis. Now we'd love to hear what you have to say. Uh, you can connect with me on LinkedIn and on Twitter at I am Shoham. And you can connect to me uh, in Twitter through at LuisW19 or LinkedIn by just looking for my name. As a reminder to our listeners, you can subscribe to our Capsmanite podcast, which is available on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, and all major podcast apps. Thanks for listening.